1: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about something that isn't too exciting. I want to thank you for listening. I'm your host, Marco Timpano.
0: And here I am, back again, Amanda Barker.
1: Amanda, I have a few little housekeeping notes that I have to start with.
0: Is this a honeydew list for me of things I need to do around our house?
1: No, absolutely not. This is just some, some...
0: Oh, I clerical. feel like I offended you by saying that.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just – it's it's podcasting um, cleanup or podcasting notices, let's say. So for our listeners – this Is the notice board? Kind of.
0: Community announcements?
1: For our listeners who aren't in love with the ads that appear at the top of uh, the podcast, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at, we do have a subscription with a cast where you can um, – avoid the ads, not have the ads. I think it's $3 Canadian a month for that. Uh, So just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and you'll see where you can do that. And Amanda, Mm -hmm. a few of our listeners have recently sent us a couple of uh, Instagram tweets. And I just wanted to mention um, some of them. Uh, For example, we we have managed to get people sort of on our coffee train. If you can believe it. amazing! So Charlotte sent us a a lovely note about how she listens. One of her favorite episodes is me with my niece, Mia. And we're talking about making coffee in the Bialetti mocha. Mm -hmm. So it's the stovetop espresso maker. You can find the episode and me and my niece talk about it. At great length. And Charlotte would listen to that because she would always fall asleep. So it took her a few listens That's to hear That's interesting
0: because some people really find that listening to kids' voices, some find it helps them sleep, others don't. So it's it's interesting. It can go either way with that.
1: Well, she thanks us because she ended up buying one. And she had to listen to the episode a couple of times to Figure out how to use it. Mm-hmm. And she uses decaf coffee mm-hmm. and she makes it her night ritual. Nice. And she will make it in the mocha and she'll have her decaf coffee. So hopefully she's listening to this and enjoying her mocha. And I asked her to send me a picture of her mocha. And Amanda, she's got the most beautiful mocha I have ever seen. And I, and I did ask if I could mention and it on the How does one
0: smell s- smell? How does one smell your nose spell mocha?
1: M-O-K-A.
0: So that's, I think, important because when I hear mocha, I think M-O-C-H-A and I think of like a chocolatey coffee, which is not what we're talking about. I no. just want to be clear
1: with that. No, we're talking uh, for some reason it's, I can no longer get the photo that she sent because I asked her if she could send it and I would post it. And now I don't think I can. But she has the most lovely mocha it's like...
0: Well, maybe she'll send it again. Yeah.
1: So, Charlotte, send it again and I will post it. But.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the one you showed me, right? It's like green. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really it's, cute. It's
1: like stylish. It looks
0: like it's from like Italy or one of those places. Perhaps. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's really beautiful. So, it's that, really that's nice. one of the messages. The we
0: Lamborghini got. of the mochas.
1: Yes, indeed. Someone else. Oh, um, my good friend Jenny posted on her instagram her mocha and it's like this ferrari red bialetti and it looks really great and she's like it makes the best coffee so for her that's awesome too and then um you know it's interesting we have a lot of followers on instagram so please follow us on instagram it's
0: interesting that we have a coffee connection the insomnia project i guess it's it makes sense really when you think about it what do you mean well, I mean, this program in some ways you would think at face value it's the opposite of coffee. Sure. But the truth is they do go hand in hand when you when you think about it.
1: No doubt. You know. So, one of our listeners, Bobby Hunt is his name, has this posted recently this most awesome picture so he went on a roller coaster ride, a kids roller coaster ride. Amazing. And he's like got his arms in the air and he's like screaming as if he was on like the scariest roller coaster, but it's a kid's roller coaster.
0: That looks pretty, still looks
1: fun. Yeah. The dragon wagon.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a great name.
1: And I just had to mention it because it really made me smile and laugh and really brought, you know, that warm feeling that you have in your heart when you see something that really makes you happy. So I just wanted to mention that. So that's the housekeeping that I had to do off the top of the show. But speaking of housekeeping... Amanda recently got a hammock.
0: I did. I did get a hammock. So you have been buying things from an online auction, and we talked a little bit about that um, before this podcast, you and I. And I have always loved, I think, We are both like this. Like, we go through little phases. Most definitely. I went through a shoe phase. When we first got married, for whatever reason, I I became really obsessed with high-end shoes for a while. Remember
1: when I was collecting salt and pepper shakers? Yeah. And then I got so many and I couldn't handle it. Yeah,
0: we go through little phases. So I tend to... um, Every now and then I'll see something for sale online and I'll want to get it. And you and I... Uh, redid our back deck. And by redid, we talked a lot about staining it. So now that the stain happened and it's cured, and we've, I know, talked about that in previous podcasts, so you can certainly listen if you haven't to that one. Um, you know, we put our furniture that we've accumulated uh, over the years, although really we bought them the first year and have just been reusing it. Well, we always have it set up the same way. Um, and it's not a huge deck. However, this year we decided to switch it up.
1: We We, moved the furniture We needed a change. We needed a change.
0: And now I'm really happy. And so what happened was we took the table that it used to be you'd open the slider and it'd be the table and a little sort of sitting eating area of um, a table and chairs. And then behind that were our um, deck furniture pieces, which are four different... Can be chairs, but you can put them together to make a couch or a love seat into whatever you want to do. So that's what it used to
1: be. Well, Sliders for for our listeners is the sliding door, in case you're wondering. Oh,
0: is that thing. an American Canadian thing? Must be. I don't be. know.
1: You've always said it, and I've always found it weird. Like I've always found it like oh. I never used slider as. Oh, so as, it must
0: be what Americans say. There's another one we've just found. I think it's
1: what. Your family just my sis. family. I think it's a sliders? New England, New England oh, thing. I don't.
0: Well, let's ask people. Do you say sliders?
1: I say sliding door. Sliders. Are I mean, like,
0: obviously, sliders are little burgers. Right. But yeah, open the slider. Yeah, yeah. we always have said that. No. Interesting.
1: We've said open but the sliding door.
0: Like that Gwyneth Paltrow movie from the nineties. Never saw it. But that's the name of it: sliding door. It's not right. called sliders.
1: But there is a movie called Sliders. Is there? Yeah. I'll look it up while you continue to tell us about your hammock and and what we did in the back.
0: Anyway, so um, what we did was we took those chairs and now they're closer to the sliding doors Um, and they're sort of arranged. So now it's sort of like four in a circle. Um, Although right now I think we have like one, two are like a little love seat and then the other two are just hanging out. So it's sort of a circle kind of area. And then behind that now is the table. And we hung a chandelier from the tree that lives back there, and which we do every year. But now it's it's over the table, so it kind of gives it a different look. And there's a little part, a little sliver of space behind the table. Just with this new configuration, there's a little bit of space.
1: Yeah, because usually we tuck in the chairs there to make a little sofa.
0: Yeah. But now they're in the front. So I thought, huh, maybe I could put a hammock back there because I really do love having a hammock that I can just jump on and read. Not jump on, but like, you know, swing around, take a nap on, read. And I've never had that in the back before. We have a hammock that you bought me lovingly because I wanted one. For your birthday, yeah. And it lives up at the cottage, but we tear it down and set it up every time. So that's true. Uh, we had we did have it here at one point, I think.
1: But it's it's a bit of a pain to disassemble it yeah. and bring it around. Like just carry it's it. It's necessary heavy.
0: It's, up there. But it's
1: heavy too. So it is
0: heavy. Yeah, I mean it's in a big bag, but it's heavy. Anyway, I happened to be late at night scrolling and saw on Facebook Marketplace um, a hammock, a white hammock with sort of tassels off of it and uh, kind of like a crocheted element. It's it's thick fabric but just the edges are kind of like this crochet-y thing Fringy with little tassels thing, sure. yeah so it's a little bit boho um, but still very sturdy you know it's not one of the like completely crocheted ones True um, which I which appeals to me I think so um and she was selling it for with the stand in the box for 125 I think mm-hmm. um and I Immediately went. That'll look perfect there because I didn't want the one we have at the cottage has uh, stripes, which I like. Mm-hmm. You got it for me, and it's like blue, blue and green, blue green and white, or blue and green, something like that. Anyway, um, but I didn't really want any more color added to the back. I think sure. just keep it all new, uh, more on a neutral space right now. So. And anyways, I didn't want to have to drag that other one back and forth like we were kind of planning to, or just bringing it here and leaving it
1: here. So now So I am Amanda there. found this hammock, mm-hmm. and I thought it. Well, I thought it was pricey. I was like, I think that's pricey. And then I looked up the price of the hammock, and I was like, oh, that's really a good price. So, oh, really? Yeah, I think it was twice that much for that hammock. Well, so.
0: even the stand alone, like True. I, it was one hundred and twenty-five, and I just thought that's a good price. If I wanted, it's a good price. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, it's all which I did, and it was something you felt you needed.
0: I'm thrilled. I've used it like three times in the last week. So
1: tell me what you love about a hammock, because I can't fall asleep in a hammock.
0: Reading. Oh, I love reading in a hammock. I've fallen asleep in hammocks. Mm -hmm. I do like the thicker ones. This one, like I said, is a thick one. It's not crocheted, so I don't feel like my bum is popping out or my skin is popping. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because you, your body can feel like it's it's kind of protruding through the... Like in a little web, right. yeah.
0: So it's not that. It's, it's like canvas material. Sure. Um, like a cotton, like a cotton tarp or cotton mm-hmm. canvas, um, which I like because you can kind of curl. Once you get into it, you can curl around the sides almost like it's like a little cocoon or blanket. Um, I... The thing I like the most about a hammock is I like having my feet raised. And I feel like, like I said, it's a kind of a cocoon. So I feel like sure. there's an envelop- envelopment mm-hmm. that I find very appealing. And I like having my feet above my head in a very organic way.
1: It's which... interesting. What you love about a hammock is what I love about a weighted blanket. And I know a weighted blanket mm. isn't for you. No, I And don't a like hammock them. isn't necessarily for me. I find them hard to get in and out of.
0: They are a little tricky too but that one's not bad because you can put your hand it's right up against the wall so you right. put your hand against the wall not right up against but it's close y- you can reach your hand against the wall and kind of steady yourself
1: up Sure.
0: Sort of there's a place for both your hands to kind of steady yourself up
1: We should take the hammock material, the hammock part in because I think it's going to rain tomorrow Oh is it? Yeah. So, so that's the reminder. thing
0: with with deck chairs and lawn chairs and lawn furniture is the is the dance of the cushions
1: the dance kind of like the sugar plum fairy dance only with cushions a
0: drop of rain and oh get the pillows get them inside i mean a lot of people have a thing that they put their pillows in a lot of people
1: are smart to have that
0: but we don't have the space for that and these our cushions are quite big quite substantial
1: they are big
0: like it's they're very, it's a very low modern and wide these four chairs that could be a couch or however you want to do it but they're very low wide and uh, also I want to keep them in good condition I don't want them to get all bleached or sure stained sure. listen you know?
1: if you if if that's what's important to you then the cushion dance is just a part of the enjoyment but of it your means backyard
0: stacking up a tower of cushions in your house what you know every time it rains sure and now the hammock is going to be the
1: i think a lot of our listeners have generally have those storage units that you put the Mm -hmm. and they probably have more space to in their back like my parents like they have a proper amount
0: of space in their back or my brother uh my brother's family my brother and carrie Mm -hmm. have uh have one of those too. So, yeah, it's, I was just
1: talking to Carrie about how awesome her deck is.
0: It it's, is nice. It's they have so, a beautiful deck.
1: It's so welcoming for conversation and having people over.
0: Was it always like that? Or did they build it? I
1: feel like, oh, I, I know the answer to I mean, this. I think Carrie told me. If,
0: if Garrett built it, he, he, uh, he comes by it honestly because our grandfather, who he's always been told he takes after, um, used to build decks all the time he loved building decks sure uh, sure. but i don't know and garrett certainly does i mean that's what he does he's he's a person who builds sets and designs sets and Mm -hmm. lighting and he's a theater tech for those who
1: know what that means yeah Yeah. that's cool
0: but anyway um so i don't know if he built that deck or not maybe
1: perhaps perhaps you know, it's interesting. We have a friend whose birthday's coming up, and I've been looking for gifts for that person. you know how sometimes it's like, what do you get someone who has pretty much everything, but you want to give them yeah. a token of like, you know, it's your birthday, and I want to celebrate, and mm-hmm. I want to do something special. And so I think I'm going to be giving our friend, and I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast – because uh, it's going to air tomorrow, and her birthday's on the first, so a few days from now. But I'm going to get her a title, Amanda. So you can get titles online, like Lady and Lord, you know, of Glencoe or different places. You basically buy a little a little swatch of land somewhere in the UK, and then you get a title with it. So I think I'm going to get her an honorary title. It's
0: like Northern Scotland, right?
1: I don't know where this one is. I'm looking at a different we, one. Because
0: we yeah, we bought one for another dear friend of ours. Right. Um and did we buy it for both of them? Yeah, we did. We did, but there was an issue. We're not one of the names got spelled wrong. So
1: this time I'm only getting the one oh, okay. for her. I think it's I think it I think I, I wanna make it a very this is your gift. Okay. And so I'm gonna get her a ladyship. And mm-hmm. I was very excited. I still feel
0: badly about our friend that we the the name got written wrong. I know. They added a vowel or something. Yeah, so, it, was,
1: it was slightly off, and it, it's kind of – it's a little bit my fault. I should have been a little bit more persnickety with that aspect of it, but –
0: Because it's like he owns the land, she doesn't.
1: Well, she does. It's just her name was misspelled on it.
0: I have to tell you, as somebody who spends a lot of time reading about people's journey and paths to Italian citizenship
1: – Or citizenship in general.
0: Yeah, but my journey is mostly reading about people's Italian citizenship. Sure. Um, it's very common for people's for birth certificates, naturalization records, passports, all of that, and not and more recently than you'd think, uh, very, very, very common for people to have mis- misspellings on things. Sure. Anyway.
1: Sure. Have you ever had your name misspelled?
0: My last name all the time. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, Amanda gets her last name.
0: You wouldn't think so, but
1: oh, she gets it. I've seen it more wrong than right. People will. Yeah you'll tell them Barker and they will write Baker down. Yeah, always. Or they'll, I I was on a plane. They
0: read it Baker. A lot of times it'll say Barker, but they will read Baker.
1: I was on a plane once and they were calling a Miss Baker and I'm like, that's you, they're asking for you. And then finally you you put your hand up or something and they're like, we've been paging you. You're like, no, you haven't. You've been paging Miss Baker.
0: Miss, yeah.
1: Miss Baker and I'm Miss Barker. And they kind of like shook their head. And, and like,
0: they always act like I'm the idiot. Yeah. When people say that, they're like, same thing. And it's like,
1: it it's nice.
0: sounds to me different, but <laughs> they mean different things.
1: A lot of our listeners love that my, my Starbucks name is Markle, like Sparkle, like Megan right. Markle. Um, that's, I don't know. People hear when I say my name, they hear Markle. 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 It's yeah. Funny.
0: But Amanda's easy to, I mean, it it wasn't when I was a kid. It mm-hmm. seemed to have. Just one too many syllables or one too many A's. But now there's so many Amandas in the world. People just know how to
1: spell it, I think. Yeah, there's more Marcos, too, around. Yeah. People have heard the name more. But when I was younger, yeah. everyone wanted to truncate my name to Mark. They're like, can I call you Mark? And I'm like, no, so that's, weird. that's not my name. I just
0: can't say Marco. It's just so hard to say those two syllables.
1: It was probably just something different. And, you know, I've encountered names that I find a bit tricky Mm-hmm. But um, I always I always try to say the name as best to my ability because I think it's something you're you're really into names. You're,
0: I'm really into names, and I always have been. As a child, I I really really paid attention to names. Names I liked. Yeah. I I started naming my dolls at a young age, and yeah, I took I'm, great I'm, uh, care. Yes. In what I was going to name them,
1: Miss Fussbottom and things like that.
0: No, they had names. My first doll I remember I named her it's not very exciting but I named her Sarah, I think, or Ma- I had a I had Megan and then I had a Sarah. I mean it okay. was like five, so these are the names I knew.
1: But didn't you have a doll named Penny?
0: I have a teddy bear named Penny. I loved the name Penny. It's come back in recent years. Sure. Um, but I at that time anyway didn't like the name Penelope. As and, a child, and
1: that's what Penny is short for. It is, okay. and I was
0: told it's a short form of Penelope. And for some reason, I didn't think I could name her Penny without having to honor the long form of Penelope. Uh, so m- my solution to that was to make up a name that I liked, and Penny could be the nickname. So I was five, so I named her Penia, and uh, her name is Penia. I have a, I have a teddy bear. I still have her to this day, Penia.
1: I like that name, Penya. Do you? I do. I do. I What's... think it's a neat, neat-sounding neat name.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've always been into names. I've always paid attention. Even friends with kids, you know, you and I don't have kids, but even friends with kids these days, I look at what the kids are named in their classes or the names I hear them say, you know? Just different little names of, like, oh, that's the third You know, of that name I've heard and I never heard it before or whatever.
1: I've always wondered how Peggy comes from the word, from the name Margaret.
0: That's a hard one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Margaret, you know, I don't know. That's a good one. I always thought Billy from William was weird. Okay. Bill from William. Mm -hmm. Um, I still haven't wrapped my brain around the fact that John F. Kennedy Jr., everyone called him Jack.
1: Right, right, it's Jack just, for John, sometimes Jack they do for that. John is yeah. weird. That's sure. a
0: weird, they're kind of, like, it's not like a short form. They're the same number of letters, so that but, one I don't understand. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones?
1: Mandy for Amanda.
0: No, that makes sense. Does it? Amanda, yeah.
1: Sure, sure. You'll always know who who is calling Amanda Mandy because it's only your family that calls yeah. it, you know that or people that it's knew true. you when you were young?
0: People that know my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people that know my family, people that knew me when I was a kid mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other other names that are derivative that you're like, there was one the other day and I'm trying to remember what it was and you were like, I didn't know that was short for that. But it's a good point. How does Peggy? How do you get Peggy from Margaret?
1: Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's funny. We were in Halifax not too long ago, and there's a lot of Margaret things in Mm -hmm. Halifax and And, Peggy's, yeah, Peggy's Cove, which is beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know what's crazy about Mm -hmm. Peggy's Cove? It's a place in Nova Scotia. If if people don't know it, but um, there's like ten houses there, and that's it. Like you always think of it as like a little town or whatever. But when you drive around it, it's just like 10 little houses and a lighthouse. Like that's all it is. Right. But you hear about it a lot. Anyway. Well,
1: well, hopefully they won't build condos and there'll be more people. I like the charm of it being.
0: I don't think that. Well, I never say never. Never say
1: never. Never say never.
0: It's true. Now I'm thinking about names.
1: Another gift that we're going to get some friends of ours who are moving into a condo not far from us are ping pong paddles. Mm-hmm. Because between our house and theirs, there is a ping pong – you know those concrete ping pong tables that parks will build? I don't know how to describe it other than oh, that. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, made out of concrete. It's just part of a park. It's just there. Kind of the same as like a chess checkerboard. You know there's parks that just have those right, yeah. cement checkerboard
1: tables kind of implanted and, yeah. in there.
0: It's like that.
1: Chess, I think it's chess not checkerboard. Oh, oh, but the checkers. I think it's for chess. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: But isn't there checkers too?
1: You I guess you could play checkers on a regular checkerboard on a
0: chessboard? A- could you? I don't actually know.
1: I think I don't know the number of squares on a chess board or checkerboard.
0: I feel like there was a park in Korea and the men would play chess. Perhaps. It was called Tuckpole Park. Uh, and there was a ton of those boards and it was all these sort of older men would kind of hang out there. Sure. I feel like they were playing checkers, but now maybe I'm wrong.
1: You know what I'm seeing a lot in parks is frisbee What's it called? Frisbee Go- golf? Frisbee golf nets. Yeah, we, we were, a lot. We were somewhere recently, and we spotted them.
0: We were at like a weird landmark of those, that the screaming yeah. mouths or whatever that place That's was. That's right. And there were Frisbee golf things That's all true. over that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing them a lot too while i'm with you so i guess we're seeing them together. maybe we
1: should play maybe it's a frisbee that, golf yeah
0: but you don't like frisbee or golf
1: i don't like golf i don't mind frisbee oh okay. i never said i didn't like frisbee okay what about you
0: but here's my thing if you don't play frisbee on the regular and you don't like golf why would adding golf to it make you like it
1: because it's not golf, it's Frisbee golf. I don't even think they call it Frisbee golf. I think they call it Ultimate Frisbee.
0: No, well, that's a different sport. Oh, is it? There's, yeah, the nets are for Frisbee golf. Oh. But Ultimate, and and by the way, the people I know who play, I just call it Ultimate. Okay. That's a whole, that's like soccer teams and stuff, but
1: it's Ultimate Frisbee. Who do you know that plays Ultimate Frisbee? You know
0: who's really into it? Who? Becky Chassé. Oh really? Like super into it. That's I think she awesome. still is, yeah. Like her and her husband, that's what they would do all weekend and they would compete and they would go on tournaments sure. and they were in like, you know, eleven o'clock at night. They have a round of ultimate, like they they played it all the time. They're really into it. Um but um yeah. Uh but that's like that's like a soccer league. Sure. Ultimate Frisbee. So those are two different things.
1: I think we would be great at Ultimate hammock. Yeah. Ultimate.
0: Hammock golf.
1: Hammock reading golf.
0: Yeah. You just go to different hammocks and you lay and you read a chapter in different books.
1: Uh, Just as we're ending this episode, what book are you reading in your hammock?
0: Right now I'm reading, slowly, A Gentleman from Moscow by Amor Tolles. Now, Amor Tolles is a pretty well-known writer and... This might arguably be his most famous book, but I'm 100 pages in as of today, and I haven't quite – you know, you just click with some books. It's interesting, but I I loved – he had another one called The Rules of Civility, and I loved that book. I really enjoyed that book. But this one, this one I haven't – it just hasn't clicked for me yet. Fair enough. But I have another, you know, 400 pages, so we'll see. (laughs) Is
1: there a type of reading that goes best with a hammock, Amanda?
0: No, I think any reading goes best with a hammock. Whatever relaxes you. So it could be a mystery. I actually kind of think I want to read. Um, there's a there's a writer named Lucy Foley that I kind of. I mean, I didn't discover, but I read the first thing by her last uh, summer, and I never would have picked up that book, but it was part of my book club, so I. Read it because I'm very I'm very committed to my book club.
1: Amanda is so committed. She's the only one who reads books in her book club. It's true. I always ask Amanda, "How was your book club?" I'm the nerd, and Amanda's like, "I'm the only one who read it." I'm like, "So what do you talk about at a book club when only one or two members read the
0: Everything book?" Everything else. Fair <laughs> enough. That's what we do. But anyway, Lucy Foley writes um, mysteries, but they're the one I read last summer, which was called The Guest List. It felt like a British mystery series like a broad church or oh, love it. like retribution or any of those you know uh, it's just its own brand the way the brits do those shows so this book was that but in book form so i really enjoyed that it was like on the cliffs of this irish island um, but she has one called the paris apartment so i was thinking that might be a good hammock read this summer
1: we also walked around quite a bit yesterday looking for a Library. What are they called? Little libraries. Oh, those little free libraries. Little free libraries. Because so,
0: I had a bunch of books I wanted to unload because they take up space, and I don't. I try not to keep my books.
1: And they were good books. Like you had the Hillary, Hillary Louise, Clinton uh, Louise Penny yeah. um, mystery book.
0: Yeah. What's that one called? It's um, gone now.
1: It was very popular.
0: Uh d- oh, my gosh. I
1: what, mean, it,
0: what was that called? I
1: don't know.
0: The, I can tell you. Hang on.
1: And okay, there was a, there was a Stephen King book. There was another book. There was some the sort of Stephen
0: King book I got from one of the little free libraries.
1: There you go. So you pass it on.
0: I did. Uh, State of Terror. Okay, is there the name you go. of that book. That was pretty good.
1: You didn't really like that.
0: book. It was okay. Okay, it was okay. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go. That's this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. I want to send a special thank you to Nima Karazi, who was a guest on our show and who is also a dear friend of ours in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. He'll often tell me when the ads are really loud that appear before our podcast. And so Mm -hmm. then I reach out to the advertisers through a cast and say, these ads are too loud. Please pull them. Oh, that's great. So if you find that you're hearing ads that are loud, Please email us, and I'll do my best to have them removed. But until then, we hope you enjoyed this little walk down Hammock Lane, and we hope wherever you are, you feel as snug as an Amanda in a hammock, (laughs) and we hope hope you're able to listen and sleep.